Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest growing blockchain community. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Good morning, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, it's Michael, and I'm back for my first edition of Making the Metaverse in the new year. I've taken some time off, some much-needed time off, and made some transitions. Um, one of them is that uh, I'm now teaching at the college uh, in my town here. And I'm really, really excited about that uh, because there's a whole uh, wonderful community of students here that I'm getting the opportunity to, to meet and connect with. And in fact, <clears throat> my uh, guest today, KP, is, is a student at the college and uh, has some incredible um, artwork uh, in, in the NFT space um, that uh, I've just really caught my attention and uh, it's been a while, I think, since I've had a, someone in the NFT space on the show. So I'm really delighted. Um, thank you, KP, for making time out of your busy schedule to come and see me today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure. It's uh, we we actually um, we actually had a chance to talk for a little while beforehand and and uh, and share some ideas, and it was a really fantastic conversation. Um, Let's let's start it at at uh, the beginning with a with a simple introduction. Um, introduce yourself to to the audience. Yes, thank you. So my name is Karan Paul, but you can call me KP. That's what everybody calls me here in college. Okay, I come from India. I've studied graphic design, and I've got like over two years of work experience in social media marketing place space. And that was the time when I discovered NFTs. But I've been a hobby artist all this time, but recently with the coming up of NFTs and me getting serious about art and the art world, that's how I started. So it's, I'm very new to the art world, but yeah, art's been always there for me. So so you say that you were, were into art before NFTs? Yes, I was. Yeah, how long? So ever since I was a kid, okay. I used to draw a lot. So my teacher in India, he's a contemporary Indian artist. So he's a what kind of artist? He's a contemporary Indian contemporary artist. artist. Yeah. So I've spent a lot of time in a studio watching him paint on the canvases and the books he used to read. But that was like my break time all the time. Like when I used to get bored of studying a lot, I used to be, I was a bookworm. Honestly huh. speaking, I was like yeah. those kind of like students in the class used to just sit at like one corner of the class and just minding his own business. Like in the books, that's it. That, that, that was my world. Okay. And I wanted to pursue law later on but yeah one day what really happened was that i always wanted to paint on the canvas but my teacher didn't allow me but ah. one day he said that today's your day huh i'm working on this big project so i need some and how old were you then i was 14 okay that time 14 yeah. 15 i remember and then he called me up he said that i need a little help of yours because this is a giant commission that i'm doing on ah. so as soon as i painted on the canvas i felt like this this is the place where I want to be. Interesting. So you had in a in a sense you had a a commercial uh, layer to the art at that moment. Yeah, it was kind of like a moment when you discover the things that really meant for you. Hmm. 
and life gives you just one moment to like decide huh. that take it or leave it huh. that's that's what i felt at that moment okay although i was like scoring very nicely like you know top scorers in my school then top scorers in like the state that i was born into so that was the thing for me but this this was such a big turn for me and i had to take it huh wow um and so where did that journey take you so I wanted to go to a fine art college first uh-huh. of all because I used to like paint a lot. That's that was my hobby. I thought like you know that could be my career. But then my teacher introduced me to graphic design. Ah, he said that this okay. is even better space to be in. Okay, you get to do all the things. And okay. and what when was this? What year was this? So this was just after high school in India when uh-huh. you have to like uh, opt for a college. So that's the time when you are just trying to explore different avenues and different mm-hmm. different areas of like what is the possibility for uh-huh. me. So okay. I thought fine art, but he introduced me to graphic design. And and what was the year? It was in twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Okay. It was twenty fourteen. Okay. That was the time, and then I got hooked to the idea immediately. I said like this is amazing, but I need to have a deep understanding of what the subject is and what I'm going mm. into. Okay. So I took like a year break to prepare for different colleges in India. And then I went into a college and started working graphic design for four years. Wow. Cool. And what um what software packages were you using? So softwares were always secondary for me. I mean, I've always had good mentors in my life early mm-hmm. on that used to tell me that software is just a way to execute your ideas. Huh. What's really important is you build on the ideas. Huh. Spend a lot of time reading about what's happening around you, what has happened in the world, like what's your concern, what do you really stand for? Huh. If you have those concerns, you'll be able to create much better and impactful art. Hmm. There's there'll always be somebody who can just help you execute these ideas. Okay. But softwares are not some something that you should really concentrate on. But for me, it was always Photoshop, Illustrator. After Effects, mm-hmm. and now I'm learning Blender, and a little bit of AI too at the same time. Mm. I don't know, people are going to hate me to say that <laughs> an artist is getting into AI, but yeah, <laughs> it's a great place to like get references and just yeah. get started with. So, mm. um, And so what about the other side then? You say, you, you say the advice given to you was to have, a, I guess, a muse, to have a passion. Did you discover what that what that was? Yeah, so I traveled a lot. I like traveling a lot and what I do is basically wherever, whatever city I go into, I try to speak to the local artists out there and I try to collect work from there also. Hmm. Like being here in Kingston, I have like four or five different artworks from the local artists. Uh That's where I was invested in. So that, that talks a lot about local culture. It tells you a lot about the place. So Hmm. I traveled a lot in India and I kind of like discovered my thing for Indian art and Still, my my big thing was that how do I take these ideas that are coming from my culture to uh, an international stage? Okay. How do I get into a big auction house? Like, how do people get to know about my culture? Mm. Like, we know so much about the Greeks. We know so much about mm-hmm. English people. We yeah. know so much about people in the Caribbean. So these things are like very, very easily, like it's out there. But I felt like, you know, somewhere or the other, the Indian art wasn't there. Mm. So that was my concern and that is wanted and that's what exactly I wanted to work on. Hmm. And that's my mission of being in NFT space. I'm not this just there to sell work, okay. but if somebody looks at my work, 
a lot of them do DM me that, hey, you know, this was very interesting to see. It's very colorful. It's pop. What exactly is it? Okay. So I just tell them about that. You know, these are, this is one of the eight classical dance forms of India. And from there, a lot of traffic goes to like, I think people are interested into knowing more about what the culture is, what the art is. And uh-huh. that's what being in the NFT space is all about. Uh-huh. So, um, so before you hit the NFT space, um, can you talk about your experience of, of that sharing part of the sharing of your work? Was there a lot of that that happened for you before the NFT space? So I think everybody, like there was one time when Instagram was big. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the time we all started posting our work on Instagram. Prior to that, it was just online blogs where you can just post. But I was like a kid at that point. Like, you know, blogger was a big thing at that time. And I was like, I was always a tech geek. So I always uh-huh. used to like keep myself updated on what's happening. Hmm. I was I was like 11, 12 years old. And at that time, I discovered that, okay, blogger is a big thing. I need to start a blog. Yeah. I was in school. But then slowly, slowly, like those were the ways. You just go out there. There were like physical exhibitions that you can just share your work. But then Instagram and I think this entire social media blessing, I would say for us, that has happened for artists that have made like, you know, things fairly, very visible for all, a lot of us. So I would say that. Huh. So you're, you're, so you clearly are, are very tech positive. Yes, I am 100% tech positive. Huh. This is something I think, you know, this is one good habit that everybody should have because when you are tech positive, see, we cannot ignore tech. Mm-hmm. It's 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 always going to be there and it's going to get big. So if you do not have that curiosity towards tech, I think somewhere or the other, you will be left behind. So just to be there with where the world is heading to, you have to be that tech savvy. Okay. And, and I'm interested in Instagram. So did, did you leverage Instagram to share your, your work? Yes, it was okay. always. And, it, and it was successful. Yeah, it was successful. Okay. So I always used Instagram as my art journal. So it's okay. not just about like showcasing my work. Okay. It's about like uh, some spaces that I host and, you know, the the process that goes into creating the artwork or, or like, you know, what's going on in my head okay. or do I need some sort of assistant or do I need some sort of a help? Mm. Or do I need some information from the other artists in the space? Yeah. So I will always use social media as a place of conversation because there are other platforms where I can just showcase my work these days. Uh-huh. Social media is more conversation based for me. Uh-huh. I am. Um, and so, so what was the distance? I'm curious in the distance in time between you discovering and leveraging Instagram and NFTs. Yeah. It's, so, were they close together or did you, was there a period of time where you were just an Instagram and that was your place? I think Instagram was always my place. So okay. when I was back in college, when I was doing my bachelor's, when I was doing my communication design degree, I always had this question that, okay, fine art wasn't for me, then which industry is for me? Mm. And I was always very active on Instagram, Twitter's, LinkedIn's. So these are the things that quite very fascinated me and I could understand how the algorithm works and I could just leverage, get more followers quickly. So I understand those things. And at that point, a lot of people were getting into UX, they were getting into publication, Mm. uh, media, a lot of other things. So my teacher suggested me that I can clearly see a social media marketer in you and your artsy skill, you know, the art that you talk about and the art that you do can be a big asset to you 
So just try that. Hmm. So that's the time I started studying more about it and then eventually landed a job. But yes, Instagram has always been there. But recent, like I would say, being in the NFT space, Twitter is your friend huh. more than Instagram because yes. the community is there. Yeah. But yeah, Twitter and Discord like are the big things right now. That that's that's really interesting because um, you know, I when 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 I started the the featuring of of NFT artists, I I just happened to be it just happened that it happened through Instagram. And so my that was my world for a long time. And um it it worked for me because I the concept that I had was to uh I called it the in Instazine, Instagram magazine. And so the idea was that people could um stay within the app and read a short article on uh, an NFT artist and see their artwork as well. So I leveraged the you know seven, eight, nine slides that you can put into a single post on Instagram. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that was really where I built my community. Mm -hmm. Um and then uh I eventually I I I came to realize you know, just how much more was happening in the space in Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's <was> huge. <laughs> I think artists were like always there for Instagram, but Instagram, TikTok also, like a lot of mm. people did a lot of like, a lot of leverage and a lot of monetization was happening. Yeah. And they were just bringing a lot of traffic through these two platforms onto their websites, mm -hmm. onto their work. But I think Twitter was a game changer for everybody in mm -hmm. the NFT space. I think the kind of features it had at that time, mm -hmm. like you could just talk, you can just showcase, you can just yeah. present. The best thing was to talk, the Twitter spaces. Yeah. And I think that was something like, you know, game changer for everyone. Uh -huh. It still is yeah. because I think we are very early in the process, but. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. I did find, I tried to create a forum for conversation through Instagram and it just never really worked. Yeah. Um, but uh, it seemed to work really well on, on Twitter. Yeah. So it's like you're getting bored. It's middle of the night. You're just done with your artwork. You started Twitter space. Your friends just join in and you just yeah. start hanging out. You yeah. start, start talking about what was it? What were you doing the entire day? Mm. If you need help or something. Yeah. So that's the chill part. But then things can get a little serious if you want to just talk about something that's happening in the space. Yeah. You want to just get yourself updated with what's happening. And then if you are looking to like present your work, so these spaces also happen. So yeah, I think it's it's very flexible. It's very dynamic with the features. And I think that's what everybody wants to like talk about and mm -hmm. be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and so, so NFT, how, what happened? So, <laughs> I was like, I, I met a friend of mine and she was working for an NFT marketplace in India. And then she introduced me to it that you should like, why are you struggling with selling your prints? Why don't you like sell it as an NFT? Mm -hmm. And why don't you like mint it and, you know, sell it like editions? Yeah. So that was the thing. But I was like, I wasn't really sure because I wasn't into crypto much. I wasn't mm -hmm. into like NFTs much. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot understand this technology. If it's very difficult for me. Does that seem funny now looking back? Yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> funny now. I mean, like, it's, it's just so simple. It turns out yeah. to be so simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those were like early transactions that you create, like yeah. buying your crypto from finance, mm -hmm. from Binance and then just yeah. putting it in your MetaMask. And just minting your artwork. Mm -hmm. It's just so simple. Like, yeah, you know, I, I still think that why was I so terrified? Yeah. So and many people today still are, I think. Yes, they are. Like I speak to a lot of traditional artists here in Kingston too. I'm like, 
guys, you have to be there. Yeah. That's the place. Yeah. That's the place where the world is heading. And the most important thing is that's where the art world is heading. Yeah. So you have to be there in this space. Yeah. Like you just make a lot of connections out there. You yeah. There's a lot of learning. And then the best part is you can just do all of these things quickly. So the quickness of the space, yes. I would say yeah. that's, that's the best part. Like yeah. a lot of my friends in the NFT space, I haven't met them in real life. Oh yeah. But they're all virtual. They're all yeah. virtual. But yeah. the connections that I have. Oh, incredible. So human. It's so in yeah. amazing. It's just isn't so amazing. It? Yes. I, you know, that was one of the, one of the things I, I loved about uh, meeting all of the artists was, um, you know, there was the, there were, as, as we were saying before we started the show just now, um, that, uh, there's a lot of mainstream narratives, right. And, and, and uh, the NFT industry suffered from uh, association, yeah. right? It's associated exactly. with cryptocurrency. Yeah. So it's got to be a scam. Mm -hmm. Everything is a scam. Mm -hmm. um, and the people are scammers. Yeah. But I, and maybe it's because of the, um, the inspiration and the mission that I had for my own project uh, to, to meet and celebrate artists. Um, I met the most amazing people, so open and friendly and willing to collaborate and explore. And it was just the most in, in and uh, just the most wonderful connections to good, wonderful yeah. people. Like even here when I'm here in Canada and I see a bunch of my Indian friends in a space, sometimes I tend to be late to the class, but I want to be there in the space just to <laughs> say hello to them and what's happening out there. Yeah. Because even those people haven't really met a lot of like now, a lot of NFT events are happening in real life. Right. Um, the, yes. comu the community that I'm into, you know, yep. Colors of India. Yes. A lot of other people do like Web3 Vision and then are, a lot of things are happening now in real life. And that is the moment yeah. when you meet somebody that you've yeah. been just chatting a lot with on in a Twitter space yeah. in real life. I mean, like those are the connections that you yeah. make. And I think those are the things that you're really going to cherish for the yeah. entire life. That, oh, I met this person virtually and now yes. he's my best friend. Yes, I've seen a few of the artists that I've worked with um, uh, go on to post about their trips to different yeah. festivals and it just looks so fantastic i haven't been able to go to one myself yet but i can imagine that the yeah. that the vibe is probably pretty fantastic it's amazing i think with the coming up of nft nyc nft london mm -hmm. and then a lot of other things too happening at the same time and india is also it's happening it's it's taking a big leap in terms of like you know these events being very 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 big and then people are just coming in. They're very curious to know, like, what, what what's happening in the world? Like, mm -hmm. how can we be a part of it? Mm -hmm. So I think it's it's happening big now. So it will get bigger very soon. Yeah. And I I also wonder if um, uh, maybe the fact that NFT tech mainstreamed through art has something to do with the vibe too, right? Yeah, I think. A lot of time it was just overhyped uh -huh. at a point where, you know, NFTs is the thing. And people, they were not really understanding the technology, but they just wanted to invest. Yeah. And I feel that was a problem. Yeah. Sure. A lot of collectors, art collectors who collected a lot of NFTs, they are now suffering heavy loss because yeah. the artist is gone. Yep. So I think NFTs, yes, the art world leverage NFTs as a medium. Mm -hmm. to sell the artwork, to yeah. tell the world. But people, those who much 
those who didn't have much knowledge of like how the art world operates right they struggled yes. they lost a lot of money mm-hmm. and i feel very bad for them so i'm also like trying to run this initiative where i'm trying to like educate to the best of my ability of the understanding of the art world that i have and then i speak to a lot of people that hey you know what do you think how can we like stop from this happening yeah. because people lost like people lose big money and that's not good yeah so you want more people to be there you want the space to be more stable yes because right now what i see is either it's it's overhyped it's it's very high or it's too low right it's not stable yes. so so we want yeah. things to go stable so yeah. for that we need to bring in more expertise yeah. and more experienced people there telling you about the things what to do and what not to do it's amazing the speed that all of this is happening yeah, right? so a... so do you can you do you have a sense of when that conversation happened with your friend about getting into nft like was that can you get can you give me a sense of when and when that was what year what month yeah i think it was back in 2020 i remember back it. in 2020 it was 2 years back right yeah which when you know if if we were to talk about other technologies we wouldn't necessarily say way back in, yeah way back right? in. <laughs> like that's like the dawn right and 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 so like in just a small window of time we had this this market that exploded yeah and then disappeared <laughs> like wow <laughs> yeah that's that like it's it's just so fast like if you are not there for a week you are missing out on a lot of things yeah and that's very difficult mm-hmm. like the kind of mm-hmm. a schedule that i have and i have to like yeah. keep up with what's happening in this space so that's that that becomes a real challenge because yeah. if you just look like as i mentioned 2 years back it was like there were not like much features that people could just enjoy on these bigger marketplaces yeah. like look at the amount of diversity that you have today right. like if you are a one on one artist right. if you are somebody who likes to sell prints yeah. if you are somebody who's coming with a marketing background yeah. there's just possibility for everybody in this space right yeah. now maybe it wasn't 2 3 years back that's why people were not like getting into it yeah. but now when you see a lot of possibility for who you are you are coming into the space mm-hmm. and that's great to see like yeah. the diversity of people they come from various different backgrounds they come from like various different professions mm-hmm. various different parts of the world yeah. they bring in their stories they bring in their cultures i mean one question that i ask people who are not there i'm like why are you not why there? not yeah why not yeah one of the um that you you i totally agree with that point around um you know the different the diversity one of one of the things that i really enjoyed um about meeting all of the artists was finding out their backstories and finding out uh what they did in the world because not everyone as you say was necessarily an artist yeah um maybe they work in the industry maybe they don't um and uh just these these people that i you know i would never really connect to yeah. if it wasn't for this one thing that brought us together um and so one of the things i then started really enjoying was was uh was exploring people's linkedin profiles yeah and looking for them on linkedin and i think like, wow yes. look at this really cool artist i just that i'm meeting and connecting with and they have this whole cool story about their professional life that mm-hmm. it's just so neat Yeah I think LinkedIn like since you mentioned like that's the kind of a platform that people like they are not really very sure of but I think that's the most safest place to be right now mm. we also like trying to leverage LinkedIn as a platform for yeah. creators entrepreneurs and tech yeah. experts to be there 
very less number of scams. It's very professional. So I think LinkedIn is something that we also need. Like the NFT space needs to have a very strong community on LinkedIn too. So yes, just looking forward to it. Um. So you said we there. Yeah, I think everybody's so, included. Everybody's okay. invited. So I didn't know if you were meaning the the we in the sense of everyone in the space or like a particular team or project that you're connected to. So I'm connected to a community. Like uh-huh. The name is Colors of India. Uh-huh. It's a DAO. It's, it's being tested on testnet these days. But yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be live soon. I think it's, it's going to be live very, very soon. Yeah, so that's the community. And we're also building it on LinkedIn. We're active on Instagram. We are active on Twitter. We are active on Discord. Yeah, but you know that's that's the community we are building to create a safe space for people, those who want to know about things, or those who want help with something, or those who are like coming new, or we we are also representing a lot of Indian artists out there. A lot of people are associated with the community, so I think if somebody wants help, if somebody wants to discover Indian art or like artists in general from India, I think we we everybody we just invite them just you know join us in our spaces you know join us there join us on our discord so that's the community that we're trying to build and you know the biggest thing that happened for me was that i felt a little lost in the space and i wanted a safe space for myself too where i know people and i know the expertise and i can just connect with them any at any point at any time so i think People, I would just suggest this to if whosoever is listening to the podcast <laughs> that if you are new in this space, please try joining certain communities out mm. there. They're very open. They're very open to like welcoming people, supporting them. And you know, the amount of, I think people get a lot of sales only because somebody else retweeted your artwork. Right. Yeah. I think that's where you discover a lot of things. So the amount of support that you can just enjoy in this space, that's mm. just amazing amazing to see like that's a that's um something that i uh so as i as i built a reputation in the space um one of the things that people would start reaching out to me around was exposure and marketing Mm -hmm. um and what they often said was that like i don't have the time i can't be a full-time marketer and an artist at the same time it's really hard it cuts into my art time and so um, I think it's great that you uh, have this, uh, this this thing in place that can that can help people with that, that can help give them that exposure because mm-hmm. um, it, it's really hard to get traction because the space is um, so crowded. I, I guess it's quieter now, but at that time it was really crowded and really loud and everybody was shilling <laughs> NFT. So it's really difficult to... Um, get some get some attention and get some traction yeah but how did you manage that I think that was a great time to be there but you have to be very like conscious of like what you are putting out there like because there were a lot of scams also happening yeah and people couldn't identify who the real artist is and who's just you know copy pasting somebody else's work or yeah. like you know just doing some random photoshop stuff using yeah. the pictures of celebrities and yeah. they got sued too at the yeah. later stage but you had to be very careful at that time because i was very very new to the space i didn't know much about people out there so i think it was amazing but you have to i had to be very careful like i said that you know i felt a little lost at that point like whom should i speak to yeah who are the people i can disconnect with yeah. But I think it was a great learning experience and it was important for me to feel lost too because being lost really helped me to jot down certain actionables for me. 
that I have to be a part of a community. And once I'm a part of a community, I have to contribute to the continuous building up of the community so that, you know, it's a safe space for everyone. Uh -huh. So those were like intentions. But yeah, I think, you know, whatever happens, happens for good and uh -huh. leads to tremendous success later on. Uh -huh. So that's what I felt. And I think as human beings, you cannot just grow all by yourself. You need people with you. Sure. You yeah. need your army. Sangha is uh, yes. right in Sangha. Yeah. And you need a lot of people to help you. Yeah. So I think that's why community is important. Huh. Um, I'm curious because uh, you're you're a student at St. Lawrence College, right? Yeah. Um, and I uh, I'm teaching here now, which I'm delighted about. I'm absolutely thrilled. And uh, um, one of the questions that I bring with me to the to this college and to the community is is um, around industry and around opportunity for students. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if you've given thought to that. Do you, um, do you, do you see, um, how do you see yourself uh, going forward uh, after graduation? Um, do you see Web three as a space that you're moving into, or will this be? Will you? Will you? Can you? Do you have a sense of all of that? Yes, I think I've been just trying to meet more people, network with them and just find out like possibilities of, you know, pursuing Web3 as a career. Like, how can I just contribute to the space? Okay. Like, I've got these abilities. Now I'm just building my expertise on marketing. Mm -hmm. I have this ability to host and present. Yeah, I have this ability to be a coordinator. Right. Plus, I have my graphic design background. Right. So I can do a lot of these stuff, but I need to like find a way in which I can just be invested fully like full-time so that's my way yes i cannot like find it initially but i think eventually i will just find my way through web3 i just want to be there uh -huh. because this is i think this is like living during the time when internet was just yes. coming up absolutely and people who were like heavily invested they have all the results right now and i think that's where i just want to go okay so you see an industry a future yeah it's, it's 100 percent. uh-huh yeah me too um, I, I agree. Absolutely. I think we're just um, at the start, mm. at the dawn of something very, very transformative. Um, what? Um, so, so you and I share an, a passion and an excitement for the technology, I think, uh, not just for its opportunities for business, for financial reward, not just as a, as a tool, um, but for its uh, power for community yeah perfect yeah um is is that is that fair to say that that i i've sensed in our conversation today that that's a really big part of of, of uh what you feel the connection to here yeah i think you know, people in web3 or like in general like we kind of like connected with each other through a very powerful ecosystem and we contribute to, you know, the greater well-being of each other. Be like somebody who's teaching, like you, you know, you're concerned about the students and we are concerned about giving you the kind of a right performance that you are expecting uh -huh. the students yeah. to do. So we are like all connected with each other and we can only grow if we stick to stick with each other. Uh -huh. So that's why I just keep on like bringing this big idea of community uh -huh. again and again wherever I go, like, uh -huh. you know, even if it's not Web3, we are like international students here in mm -hmm. Canada yeah. and we do have our communities. Yes. We do not have our parents over here. So right. yeah. we look after each other. Yeah. Somebody's in trouble, like, you know, mm -hmm. 
we, we leave each and everything just to be there for them, like emotional support yeah. and, you know, even financial support at that uh-huh. time. So I think that's that's where I learned, like, I wasn't, like, big on, like, understanding the value of community, but being an international student really, you know, tells me, like, makes me understand that what a community can actually do for you. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the understanding. And I think you should always be a part of something, like, people, those who share, like, those who are like-minded individuals, those who share the same beliefs, so same ideas like you. Uh-huh. So that's 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 what I always look for. Like coming here to Kingston, I always go to the TED Center yes. to meet yeah. other artists too. Like it's TED Tuesdays that they do once a month, mm-hmm. and then there's another collective, Ford World Collective in Kingston. So they do open studio Sundays. Yeah. So you can just go there, hang around with people, and yeah. just you know meet the other artists, like connect, network. And just celebrate. I think okay. that's that's the best part. So, so thinking about um, so one of the things that I I liked to do um, because I I love community too, and I and I love uh, creating opportunities for people to join community. I love recruiting people into community because I think community is great for all the reasons that you explained, and I've done that in different parts of the world throughout my life. Um, and and so thinking back, you know, to the time when you before you joined the NFT community mm-hmm. and everything that you experienced and lo- what you see coming in the future, um, you know, to the people that maybe, you know, aren't like us yet, they're they're not evangelized. <laughs> maybe they're thinking they'd like to get involved in this. Maybe they're an artist. And um, what uh, like what do you say to those individuals? I would say that, you know, we are very early in the space. Mm. Plus, the other thing is do not look at this thing as something that's tech. Keep the technology part aside and then Uh look at what solution it brings onto the table. Uh Like for us artists, I would say is that, you know, earlier we were like solely dependent upon physical spaces, physical galleries, going out there, presenting our work. I'm just talking like way back, like 50, 60 years back. Mm. But then slowly, slowly internet and then social media. Mm -hmm. So we kind of like, you know, kept that middleman a little aside. And then we started directly speaking to the world Mm. that this is who I am. This is what I do. Uh And, you know, join me on my journey. And I would like to support your journey too at the same time. So we kind of like deviate from that, you know, center PowerPoint, I would just Mm. say that you know, somebody who holds like bigger authority and just could help you in your career. But this is the, I would say the creator's economy that we are living in where we solely are like, everybody's an entrepreneur, like you can just build your career all by yourself. So I would just say like, jot down all the problems that you have and then look at that if NFTs is providing you the solution or not. And I'm very sure NFTs will. So I think if you look at from a problem solving point, NFTs are meant for you. I love that because it seems to me that artists have a desire to create and share. Mm-hmm. And of course they have to pay their bills and yes. who doesn't like to make money? Yes. <laughs> but I like what you've done there. What you've what you've proposed is if one of the problems you have as an artist mm-hmm. is the sharing thing. Mm-hmm. 
that this could be a solution yeah. for you. And I think that's really fantastic and wonderful. Yeah, I think I, I personally couldn't could meet a lot of collectors, art experts directly. Otherwise, it was always going into a physical space mm -hmm. or like writing them emails, yeah. but it was always a physical space. But I think the possibilities NFTs and Metaverse is giving you yeah. just to meet everybody virtual, everybody's connected, everybody's on the same ideas and the beliefs like you are. And I think that's that's what I love about it. Like the problems are being solved. You are being empowered. Like it's all about like you you take charge of each and everything. I think that's the best part. Huh. Yep. Um so uh this has been really uh this has been such a fantastic talk, really. Um as I said, I I, I kind of have been focused in some other places in in the blockchain space and and uh you know this is you know, my my personal research of course goes you know back into crypto years ago um but um in the sense of this project in in my community building my community nfts are how it happened it's how it started so it feels like coming home in a sense for me so it's really lovely um before we sign off uh, are there any um, things that you want to announce or, uh, or and are there any um, if if there are people that um, you'd like to partner with or collaborate with uh, out there? I think right now I would just say that you know first of all this is a great time to connect with everyone like that's what the bare blessing is that's yes. what he says. That's what people say in the NFT space. It's yeah. a great time to connect with each other. Like, yeah. forget about the sale. A lot quieter. Like, <laughs> that's a lot quieter. And that's why, like, you know. So no, more, are, like, no more discords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people are meeting each other. They're yeah. getting to know what the technology is yeah. and the advancement happening. So I would just say that, you know, people who are really interested, you know, just try it out. Like, I would just say that, you know, we certainly cannot live on assumptions because assumption leads to, you know, bigger challenges yeah if you have tried out some things and it didn't work out for you that's a separate space to be in uh -huh. but i'm very sure that if somebody's going to try web3 they're going to try nfts it surely is going to work them work for them mm -hmm. in terms of revenue yes of course mm -hmm. uh, in terms of collaborations yeah in terms of i would say you know discovering people building a strong network and i think those are the things that you need you yeah. need people, you yeah. need money, you yeah. need your network and everybody, yeah. everything's there. Yeah. So just try it out. If things don't work for you, I think the community is there to help you. Yeah. I think that's what we all are just trying to build mm -hmm. and we're just trying to bring in more people in this space. Yeah. And a lot of artists, you know, they go to traditional artists, they talk about NFTs. Things should just try it out. Just be there in the space. Huh. And just join everybody of us. Huh. That's it. So uh, we'll put some show notes where people can find you. So people that want to come to your community and want to hang out with you, where should they find you? So uh, I'm a part of the Colors of India community. Yep. And okay. we do a lot of spaces. It's not that frequent right now, considering uh -huh. that a lot of professional and personal commitments come. But our Twitters are always open. Twitter DMs are always open. Instagram okay. DMs are always open. Okay. Uh, Discord is open. So you can just join us there. You can personally DM me too. I think there are a lot of challenges that we were facing recently. And one of the challenges that I just, just will just take like two minutes to yeah. talk about it. It's, yeah. it's the language barrier that a lot of artists have to at the same time. Ah, yes. That's one of my Russian friends. Like she's amazing with the art. 
but mm-hmm. the problem is that she cannot just come up in a twitter space and talk about it because she doesn't speak english yeah and i feel that should that. not be yeah. a barrier for anybody so what we are trying to do is like sometimes individually we do this and sometimes as a community we just try to host spaces in local and regional languages fantastic so people do not feel left out like one of my friends he's from the same state where i am from he's he's also an artist but he understood the technology but he wasn't there because he said that i do not speak english mm. i do not understand it i come from that rural background of the country i yeah. wasn't exposed to that part of the world mm-hmm. but i understand the technology i really want to be there but language is becoming a barrier for me mm. so i think we need to like the space is getting a lot more inclusive these days there are people coming from different backgrounds different nationalities but i think we should also like try to look at this language barrier that we kind of have created mm. and we need to just get this thing off and talk more regional more local and i think that's something that i'm really looking forward to like do a lot more spaces in local regional languages like i speak three different languages that's it but i always try, <laughs> i always i always try to like bring in people from different communities also yeah. just trying to learn their language too at the same time and make it a lot more inclusive that sounds fair. i that, i love that idea i i have some ideas flashing in my head we can talk about after um KP, this is brilliant. I'm so glad that we had this opportunity to speak today. I'm looking forward to partnering with you on a number of different ideas and projects. Thank um, you. I'm just completely thrilled and excited that this is the first show of the year. Um, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Bobby. It was lovely. Okay. Bye-bye.